0: it and I deserve it Um, this may be a challenging message for you this morning and I want to encourage you when you come to a challenging message something that you might even disagree with don't Uh, when it comes to God's word you want to be surrendered you want to hear what God has for you um you say well I, I don't like to hear it um You remember what it was like to be a child, and you didn't like to hear it when your parents were telling you you were doing something wrong, Uh, when you were wanting to run out in the street, and they told you not to because it's bad for you. In a similar way, God loves you so much, and He wants to speak to you this morning, Um, and so that we come with open hearts, or hoping to have open hearts as we look to Him. If you'd stand in honor of God's Word I'd like to read to you from Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 through 16. God's word says this, for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morn morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into the vineyard. And going out about the third hour, He saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to them He said, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Going out again at the sixth hour and the ninth hour, He did the same. And about the eleventh hour, He went out and found others standing. And He said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to Him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired at the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when uh, when those hired first came, they thought... Uh, They would receive more, but each of them also received a Daenerys. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last only worked only an hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a Daenerys? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give the last worker as I I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last. God, we ask your blessing on your word. We ask that you would cause our hearts to be open, as they should, for your input, your changing, your reordering our lives, for your thoughts to become our thoughts. Uh, God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. This morning, we have a parable. We have a story that Jesus makes up for a point. He, he tells them this he wants to illustrate what he has already shared. If you look back in chapter 19, you've been here the last couple of weeks, you see that we have looked at uh, a man, a rich young man, coming, a a man of position. He comes and he uh, comes to Jesus wanting to know what it is to be a part of his kingdom. How how would he be able to uh, get a place, a spot? Uh, What must he do and Jesus is clear with him that he takes and circles the thing that he loves most, his possessions. And he says, give those away and come and follow me. And it says the man was sad because he loved his possessions, because uh, he had many possessions. He had nice things in his garage. And um, it says he walked away sad. And the disciples saw this and they looked upon it and they they were trying to sort it out and they as they looked on it, they said, well, then who can be saved? And Jesus says another thing. He says, he talks about the camel going through the eye of a needle. And boy, that was, you know, as shocking as the scene they'd seen before. And Jesus says, you know, with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And then he talked about this idea that the first would be last and the last first. And now he gives an example or a story that he places before the real life of what they're, they're doing. And he gives them this story to vividly portray for them what it is for them to understand this idea of the first being last. He points them to a landowner, uh, a man who has a wealth. And obviously this man has an important and large vineyard and it's harvest time, and so he goes to the street corner or to the marketplace, the the place where men are standing around looking for a job. Uh, I know that this is hard for us to imagine, but I want to point out something to you. How many of you have ever been without a job and you are looking for a job? Isn't it fun? Isn't it fun? Isn't it great? no it brings back all yeah some of your you got the willies right now just talking about it you know filling out resumes handing those out knocking on doors saying are are you hiring and going through the interview process and then sometimes getting that no we don't need you here we don't need you and really that's just a nice way of saying we don't want you here right This is the picture, maybe more common in biblical times than it is today, but it's this idea that they're at the place where people who don't have a job go. And from this place, uh, we have uh, the the landowner going uh, to get people to work in his vineyard. And I want to take this first section by the, the, the hours of the day. I thought that would be... A good idea on Time Change Sunday that we could be mindful of what time it is, okay? So if you can picture this, six o'clock in the morning. He goes out to the marketplace to get workers for the day. And this is what it says. Um, master uh, of the house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. As we're here, I just wanted to put in a commercial. We are having a sunrise service this year. It will not be at 6.30. It'll be at seven o'clock. I've done the math. I got up early, and I went out here, and I figured out where the sunrise. We're in a valley here, by the way. Did you notice that? We get a few more minutes. We've got a few more minutes. Seven o'clock, outside. Okay, great. You know why we're doing it outside? Because you can't see the sunrise on the inside, okay. It's easier to see on the outside, unless it rains, and then we'll come on the inside. We'll put one Uh, light up there and we'll make our own or something like that anyways it says the master's house he went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard and in verse 2 it says after agreeing with the laborers for a denarii or denarius uh, a day uh, he sent them into his vineyard so what you have here is the 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 standard for a day's wages it's, it's what a laborer or a, a soldier would get. It was the measure. Uh, we don't know exactly how much that was, but if we can figure it in our mind, uh, maybe $200, maybe $300, somewhere in there. He, he offers them what it would be to work for a day uh, to be hired. Now, um, s- some of you are thinking right now, I wouldn't work for $300 a day. Others of you would say that's a great deal Uh, Most of us There's a place in our life Where we would have been happy to work that And you know when that time was When we didn't have a job Uh, When we When we connected the idea that we're Standing waiting idle And someone extends A hand to us and say hey would you come work For me and we go Yes yes Uh, It's exciting to have A job isn't it It's exciting to be hired. It's that first day of work, that that idea that you've gone from standing there doing nothing to having a position to being able to be productive. Um, I I really wanna stop and camp on this and talk about the importance of work, but I'll, I'll just say a little something. If you have a job, if you have a job, you should be thankful. You should be thankful. If you have a job, you should be thankful. Um, You say, well, I don't have a very good job. I don't make a whole lot of money. I want to say to the, it's good that you have a job. And it's always good. Even if you don't make a lot of money, uh, there's, you think about this and you say, well, this day laborer, this day laborer who got hired at six o'clock in the morning, um, he deserved every penny of it. I want to tell you, uh, that day laborer took the step that shows that he wanted the job. Do you know what he did? He got to work. He said yes. And so for him, it was a great deal. And it was a blessing for him that that employer came out to that place, that rich man came out to that area and said, would you work for me? And, and, he wanted to. He said, yes. He said, yes, I would love to work for you. It was a good deal for him. It was a good deal. Um, As we look at this, this morning, so he got to work. uh, This group worked from six o'clock on, uh, from about 6 a.m. or so. And they got uh, wages and they got a job, okay. And then at 9 a.m., okay, in verse three, and going out, uh, about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. So, what had they been doing? And you get this picture that he comes almost to the same place. Maybe uh, there's hundreds. We don't know how many people are there. And he gathers a group of them and he puts them to work. And then he goes back three hours later. Um, this is a story. Jesus is uh, portraying a story here at a different time. Uh, the landowner realizes that he can use more and so he goes out three hours later and and he goes and he grabs some more people and what does he say to them first the first group he told them exactly how much they were going to make and you can have a job now the landowner goes um, and says this to them you you go into the vineyard too and whatever is right I will give you Uh, the landowner he points to himself and he says I'll take care of you. Uh, many of us have gone to work at a place where we didn't know how much we were making when we started. And we trusted the, the boss that somehow he would take care of us. And that's what this boss, this landowner, offered. He said, you go work, I'll take care of you. Um, that makes us all a little bit nervous, right, uh, depending on the landowner and the person. Uh, but if you want a job, sometimes that's what you do. Uh, you say, I, I, will, I will go, and I will trust that the landowner will take care of me. So he got the promise of a, they got the promise of the landowner and a job. That's at 9 a.m. Then we go to noon. Then we go to noon. In verse 4, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, verse 5. So they went, um, and then at noon, going out again, The sixth hour, so now we're at noon. um, And then at three o'clock at the ninth hour, he did the same. So the group at noon, what did they get? They got the promise of what is right by the landowner and a job. Uh, They got the exact same deal as the last group. That was the group at noon and then in the group at three. And you're, you're realizing this day is going on. And the days going on for both the people in the vineyard who are working and the people in the marketplace who are standing, uh, and they're probably seeing this landowner keep coming. Uh, it's probably a, a, a same place. You see him come back with the next group. Uh, there's people working out in the field, and they're they're tired. It's it's hot, the scorching heat. They're they're working, and they just see these waves of workers keep coming from the marketplace. And at the marketplace. They keep are standing there, and they get chosen, and they get brought, and they say, well, yeah, this, this landowner keeps coming. And it's like waves. It's like different times. You've got 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, noon, 3 o'clock. There's just these waves of workers going to the vineyard and to join what the harvest that's going on there. As we look at this, um, we come to verse 6. And it says this, in about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? It's probably now five o'clock, around five o'clock, around quitting time, quitting time. Uh, How many of you like quitting time? I hate to say it, I'm a clock watcher sometimes. You know that's because I worked for my dad growing up, okay um, and my dad we were at a construction site and uh it was one of those things where it was very strict you know there was quitting time there and so you, you know you just look at your watch and you go it's gotta be close and uh, it's nine thirty in the morning oh man um, you know you you look at that and you you're you're waiting for quitting time, but you get this picture that they're gonna work uh from six to six. Um, And at 5 o'clock, the landowner goes back and he finds people who have been standing really worthless all day long. Uh, Going back to the idea of looking for a job, it's awful to be at home when you're looking for a job. It's awful. Because every day you're at home, you have this feeling of like, i should be doing something i can't find a job i i know that you just feel compelled that god has made us to work and we struggle with that and we just go and it's good to struggle with that there are times when you won't work and and it's good for you to struggle with that and struggle before the lord with that and his provision and your design and to, to go through all that it's good it's good lessons But it says of the landowner, he goes out to the marketplace and he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? Verse 7, they said to him, Because nobody has hired us. Nobody's wanted us. Nobody has extended the hand of a job offer to us. And then he says to them, uh, He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. That's a weird thing, isn't it? Uh, He didn't say, come back tomorrow. We got some more work to do. He said, you go in the vineyard too. You've been standing here all day. Uh, We only have an hour, maybe a little touch more. But you go out into the vineyard and get to work. You can imagine the rest of the crew. They're back uh, in, in the vineyard. They're probably watching their watch, looking at the sun, you know, making a sundial out of the vineyard and, you know, branches and stuff. Uh, they saw it on TV. Um, and, and they're going, it's got to be close to quitting time. And they see a group coming once again. The landowner with them, sending them out into the vineyard. Go, what are these guys doing here? It's quitting time. Hey, we're almost done. We're rolling up the cords. Um, what are they doing here? This is the picture that Jesus gave to his disciples, others that might have followed, and for us here this morning, he says, This is the picture I want you to get. These waves of people coming at the landowner's request, people going from the marketplace where they're standing idly to now going into the vineyard to work. Some for the beginning of the day and different times in different places, and some even at the last hour. He gives them this description. What does he promise them? The early time, he says specifically, This is how much you get. The latter times, he says, Just trust me, I'll take care of you. You can have a job. And, and, and really, at the end, he just says, Go out into the vineyard. Go out into the vineyard. Jesus uh, connects this to. Uh, us where he talks about pay, payment time payment time you look down at verse eight and I, I wanted to say payday i wanted to say payday but um payday for a day worker you know what it is it's the end of the day it's the end of the day there's a a direct correlation to what you've done and when you finish the day you get your money and you go You get this uh, connection here uh, at verse 8. It says, The owner of the vineyard uh, said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. So you get this picture here, and it's very important that we remember how he does this. He lines them up from the last to the first the eleventh hour people, the five o'clock people, okay, the three o'clock people, the noon people, the nine o'clock, and then the six o'clock in the morning. If he would have done it the other way, um, this is what would have happened. The, the six o'clock in the morning people would have taken their wages and went home. Uh, but he did it the other way around. Um, he lined them up. It doesn't say he lined them up, but it was the idea that he was calling them in one by one. Once things happen, you can get the news, even if you're not there. And this is what he called the laborers. He paid them their wages uh, last up to the first. And so those 11th hour ones came and they received that day payment. I'll say it this way. They received that full day payment for one hour. Um, You think they were happy? is great. They, they were probably perplexed too, right? It was like, we only worked for an hour. They were doing the math. Uh, most of you do this too, though you probably won't admit it. Uh, you say, well, I'm probably going to make about this much money. As you're working in the vineyard, you're going to go, that's going to be about 20 bucks. Maybe if he's generous, 25. I uh, mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll probably pay us this. Maybe even talk about it amongst your peers what are we doing here? This is kind of weird just for an hour. Maybe he's going to have us work overtime. Time and a half. I love time and a half. You know, and, and you start, you know, you're going into that. I, I, I'm i trying to figure out how much I'm going to make. I'm going to figure out how much I deserve. I deserve. And those first ones come, who are the last ones that had come, and he gives them a full day's wages. They're pumped. They, they leave. And the next group, they're, 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 they're doing the math and they go I don't know maybe we'll get more or less and they get down to the end and the last ones get exactly what they had agreed to and I want to ask you the question uh were they happy to have the job the morning they were at least right in the morning they were in fact they agreed to it no it doesn't say that uh he uh enslaved them he didn't capture them and then put them in there it says they, they welcomed it. That it's the idea that he offered the job and they jumped at the opportunity. They were excited to have it. And so as we look at this, uh, we see the claim of injustice. The claim of injustice. And on uh, Verse 11, it says, And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house grumbled, grumbled, the word there um, is uh, a Greek word that ha- has this idea that uh, you know murmuring It's a you know grumble I, I remember i can 't get this out of my mind. Some of you know uh will wilcox uh, and uh he he was a f- funny uh funny guy he worked, worked around here and everything, and uh, when he went wa- with a smile on his face every once in a while he would be Doing something and he'd go grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> it's this picture that that that's what we do. That's what we do. It's something that comes from our heart. It's it's the their face drops and they go, uh, uh, you know, even when you you feel that you kind of uh, mumble to yourself and you're going, this isn't right, you know. There's complaining going on, and this complaining went towards. The master of the house he'd done me wrong he'd done me wrong and, and by saying he had done me wrong I should have he's saying I deserve more I deserve it I work hard I'm good at what I do I deserve more pay and not that I deserve more pay but I deserve more than him I deserve more than him it's this looking side to side it wasn't that they went out in the vineyard and they they said well landowner gets to do whatever he wants i'm just going to work and he's going to pay me but they were comparing themselves side to side among the workforce there in the vineyard and it says they grumbled at the master and verse 12 says this saying these last worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat I did some things I did some things I persevered I worked hard it was at cost to me I sacrificed for the landowner and I was not rewarded well okay I was rewarded but I wasn't rewarded more than that guy who didn't do much As I look at this, um, you know, I'm a sibling, so I know about this. It's always got to be fair, right? It's always got to be fair. The more kids you have, the more important it is to be fair, right? There's pushing and shoving. I think you get to one uh, place right there where uh, it's not fair anymore. It's just survival of the fittest, right? Uh, There's one of those things where you're just pushing and shoving. and you, You realize this when there's cake around the house right uh i don't mean to take a walk down memory lane but i was over at the press Witch's house uh when they were in high school and we had a, a um a party there and it was afterwards and there were a couple of pieces of cake left over and rj grabbed them and he licked both of them He says, I don't want to be fair. I just want to get mine, right? This is the picture. And as we look side to side, we're really concerned about what you're getting so, so that you can't get more than me or I can get what I want, but I'm not concerned about you. We're always comparing side to side. And that's what these workers in the vineyard, this story that Jesus wanted to tell His disciples and others and us here this morning is this. I want to show you both my heart and your heart. They thought that they deserved more, even though that they were happy to get in the morning what they had agreed upon. They had received their day's wages, um, yet they grumbled because of the hardship of the day. (coughs) Verse 13 says this, Jesus reveals himself to be a generous king. He reveals himself to be a generous king. He says this, but he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give uh, to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose? With what belongs to me or do you begrudge my generosity Or do you begrudge my generosity i look at this and I, I i look at jesus revealing something so important for us to get our father extends his hand to us and says come come work in my vineyard I will give you life. I will give you life. Not just life, but I will give you purpose. I will allow you into my vineyard. I will allow you to participate in my harvest. He extends his hand to us. Some of us early, early. And I want to tell you, he makes the whole day worth it. Makes the whole day worth it. The whole tour. And others of us at different times in different places along the road. And others of us at the 11th hour. You can sit around uh, bemoaning the fact that you stood around for 11 hours doing nothing. Or you can get to work in the vineyard. Be thankful for the days and the moments that you get to work in the vineyard. And then Jesus ties this together after asking about his own generosity. He says, so the last will be first and the first last. He says it again. He says, I want to explain to you. I want to show you this. I give you this picture. The first will be last and the last first. Once again, I want to connect this. He he showed it to us in the payment, right? He showed it to us. He says, I'll start with the last and then I'll go to the first. Who, Who lost the race? None of them, right? They all got the same amount. They all got the same amount. They were all blessed by the landowner to have both job and payment. They were, they were all blessed in the same way. And he said, but it wasn't fair. Some of you are struggling with this fair thing. You, you do math too well. And you, you started putting it on. So they got this much. How much did they get per hour? You know, that, what was their hourly rate? They were all on salary that day, by the way. Do you get it? That that he brought them in and he showed them. It's all the same. It's a blessing. it's, It's a payment. It's good to be in my vineyard. But he says that, and it should sting us, begrudge my generosity. Well, let me give you three things this morning as we think and tie this together for us here this morning. First of all, (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. God is not just just. He is not just just, but generous to you and to them. Think about that. Um, he's fair. God's fair. Don't ever accuse God of not being fair. When you do, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're blind. You're blind. You're not getting it. Some of us have grown up spoiled our whole life. And our parents allowed us to say at a very young age, it's not fair. And your, your parents shivered and they go, oh no, little junior's going to think I'm not fair. And, and you got better at it as you became a teenager. And, and then you start barking it out at your government and you bark it out at your job. And it's not fair. It's not fair. I want to tell you when you attribute that to God, you're wrong. You're wrong. He's just. But He's not just just, He's generous. He's generous. He's generous. When you think of your life, when you think of what you deserve, what you think of what you should get on your own, close your eyes. What do you see? That's what you deserve. Nothing. Nothing. You don't deserve a job. You don't deserve a position. You don't deserve anything. But what does God give you? His generosity. He, he loves you and he gives you what you don't deserve. He's generous with you. And so we look at this and we realize that God is not just just, but generous to you and to them and to them. It doesn't matter in the day when you got hired. You can look down. People got hired before you. You go, God's been generous to them. Praise God. I, I'm so excited for them that God has been generous uh, from early, from early. And when those last people show up, you go, man, I'm so thankful that God was generous to them. God was generous to you and to them. Secondly, jealousy is not fitting for the servant of Christ. It's not fitting. It, it, when we look from side to side, we wouldn't sh- shouldn't say, well, I made more than them, so I'm better than them. Or, hey, that's no fair. You know, I wish I was them that didn't have to work all day and then show up at the last and get a pot. Jealousy is not fitting for the servant of Christ. But gratitude is, once again, for you, for them. I'm glad I have a job. I'm glad I have a purpose in this life. I'm glad that God has blessed me with this. And I'm glad for the purpose in their life. You know what, I, I, I look at, at you all, and some of you I know your history from a long time, and I'm thrilled. We need to be thrilled for one another that, that God has given you a purpose in your life. When I knew that you didn't have a purpose before, and if you could have seen my life prior to knowing Christ and where I could have been, you'd look at me and you'd go, God's been good to you. And for me to be jealous about what he's granted you instead of uh, ingratitude, just be thankful for what he has done. It's, it's not appropriate. So gratitude is what's fitting for the servant of Christ. And then the last thing I want to tell you is this. All of us, all of us, Are pathetic people standing on the street corners without the call of God in our lives? All of us. We stand there wasting time, dreaming, thinking that we could be great, but doing nothing of importance. We're doing nothing. We're not deserving of a job, we're not deserving of a good life. Until the Lord comes and invades our life and says, Hey, I want you to work in my vineyard. All of us, all of us, apart from that call in our lives, live an empty, hopeless life waiting for the end. (coughs) If you've never understood that, if you've never uh, experienced knowing Christ... I'd love to talk to you about that afterwards. Um, I extend the hand, but it's not me. It's God's extending his hand to you and says, come, I've got a better life for you. He's calling you now. Please join with me in prayer. Father God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the blessing of knowing what you've said in your word. Thank you for your son, Jesus what he did on our behalf. Thank you for this vivid picture, this parable. And God, I I ask that your word would sink down deep in our lives that would bear fruit. Pray that even now, uh, you'd be calling people to yourself, helping them to see clearly the life that they don't have and the life that they do. God, thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here today. You are dismissed.